This is Fiat Vox, a podcast that gives you an inside look at why people around the world are talking about UC Berkeley. I'm Ann Bryce, a reporter for Berkeley News in the Office of Communications and Public Affairs. Today we're talking with Glenn Bartlett, a scenic artist for the Department of Theater, Dance, and Performance Studies at UC Berkeley, about the power of puppetry to bring people together. Carving a giant tortoise head, Glenn Bartlett is in his element. It's 2015, and he's in South Africa, volunteering for Handspring Puppet Company. He first saw the company perform at UC Berkeley through Cal Performances earlier that year and just knew right away that he wanted to work with them. Handspring has a tendency to do puppetry that requires two to three puppeteers to manipulate a puppet. You have to become one organism to bring this one puppet to life. So he packed his bags and traveled to Berrydale, a small village in western Cape Province where Handspring was building puppets for the village's annual puppet parade and play. It's an event that happens every year on December 16th, the Day of Reconciliation. It's a public holiday that began in 1994 after the end of apartheid to foster reconciliation and national unity. Although Berrydale is small, it remains divided, with whites living on one side of a big hill and non-whites on the other. To help bring both sides together, the Handspring Trust for Puppetry Arts partnered with a youth organization, Netverpret, which means just for fun in Afrikaans. And together in 2009, they began putting on the Day of Reconciliation's parade and play. There's something really magical about puppets that bring people together. And it just transcends all of those things that get in our way as human beings. And it just brings a whole other element that allows us to relate to one another in, in a way that's very true and real. As a scenic artist for the Department of Theater, Dance, and Performance Studies at UC Berkeley, Glenn teaches students how to paint the sets for their productions. But in his spare time, he builds puppets. Could you describe your puppets over here? So I have uh, three marionettes that are hanging before us. The one in the center is actually, uh, he's a butterfly fairy. And uh, I actually created him to take with me to South Africa. He's been in more places as a puppet than a lot of people do. He's a member of the San Francisco Bay Area Puppeteers Guild and of Puppeteers of America. He says decades of being in the puppet community have shown him just the deep desire to connect with people that a lot of puppeteers share. I think part of it is because so many puppeteers do shows that are oriented towards children. Um, And so many puppeteers kind of get into puppetry because they want to change the energy of the world that they want to either educate or they want to build community um, or they just want to play and entertain and, and make people happy. But he says a puppeteer also needs to have a thick skin and know that puppets are not for everyone. You have to be kind of um, okay about <laughs> being considered a freak because a lot of people kind of think puppeteers are weird and puppets are weird and And then there are other people that that just think they're magical. Although there isn't a formal puppeteering class at Berkeley, 
Glynn finds ways to work in puppets when he can. Last year, he held a one-day theater puppet-making workshop for students in theater, dance, and performance studies. And he was an advisor for students who built puppets for the department's production of The Dream of Kitamura by professor and leading playwright Philip Kahn-Gotonda. When he retires, however, Glenn's plan is to have a second career in puppetry. One of the things that's kind of great about puppetry is that it's not necessarily an age-oriented career. I mean, there are a lot of puppeteers that puppeteer well into their 80s and 90s. And in fact, there's a woman who is part of the Puppeteers of America that's 103 years old and she still performs at the festivals. He's been writing a version of Jack and the Beanstalk, a sort of American tale. He wants to take his show on the road and tour, bringing people together to learn and have a good time. For Berkeley News, I'm Ann Bryce. You can subscribe to the Fiat Vox podcast on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. For more UC Berkeley news, you can visit news.berkeley.edu. And if you have a great story idea, send us an email at news at berkeley.edu.